What? Oh, oh. Shout. One second, please. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to Designated Driver, the podcast about the work and mystique of Adam Driver. I'm Liz. I'm Malia. And today we're going to talk about season three of Girls. Mm-hmm. So do we have any Adam Driver news? Just today? that little thing that I shared with you of those drag ladies talking. I'll put it on the Facebook page. But they name-checked Terry Gross and Adam Driver in the course of being dramatic. So who are those ladies? I, I don't know. Okay, you just saw the post. Yeah. Oh, and we know he's on vacation. In Italy? Maybe he's not on vacation, though. He might he's be doing working. that Mercedes movie oh, in Italy. Oh, that's right. That's right. So there was a post, let's say what it is, and the person writing was like, Adam Driver is a whore. Look at that watch. Look at yeah. that tan. Look at it those kinda, ankles showing or something. It was unclear to me if she was being funny, but I think she was. I think it was kind of funny. Yeah, the people who <laughs> but post... But just kind of funny? Yeah. The... Maybe it's like internet funny, a language I do not understand. Because it's, it's Twitter basic. funny. There's, uh-huh. there's a very active Twitter contingent that posts pictures of Adam, and a lot of them are kind of John Oliver-esque, like, you know, destroy me with your largeness, mm-hmm. sort of. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know what to say about it. But yeah, he's in Venice, which makes me wonder if he's done with oatmeal. Oh, yeah, I think they've been done with oatmeal for a while. He's on to his Italian. Whoops. Sorry. What was that? I was trying to look up the Adam Driver Twitter feeds, but I didn't. I had an idea for Adam Driver and that he should be a pirate. Oh, because Uh of our flag means death? Yeah, actually, I thought of it. I, I don't know what made me think of it. But, I mean, Johnny Depp, he's done with Pirates of the Caribbean forever i'm pretty sure i think adam driver could step into that role pretty well do you think or not what's the movie that we watched when he's making don quixote oh i felt that he was a little piratey in that and i didn't i don't know i didn't like that for him that wasn't enough piratey did he have like a blouse on or something i'm pretty sure when he, he had was some in blouses the... i want to see him as a pirate I'm going to stick to that. Okay. If he was on Our Flag Means Death, if he could get hooked up with, I can never remember his name. Taiko Waititi? Yeah. Oh, you're so good. Like, there's so many of the same sounds in it mm-hmm. that I just it's scrambled in my brain, who I really mm-hmm. am super he's into. He's your special right person right now. Yeah, he's kind of a special person, I think. My special person is Eddie Munson on Stranger Things, a.k.a. Joseph Quinn. I've been looking at some Joseph Quinn fan sites a lot lately. Show me a picture of him. He's really cute. There he is. But that's not what he looks like in real life. In real life, he's almost a redhead. Oh, he has he like totally Eddie Van Halen hair. That's I his, love that. That's his role. Yeah, he plays this outsider Dungeons and Dragons super senior who loves heavy metal. And he's so cute. Dungeons and Dragons is just in everything now. I feel like. Well, I read that book, The Candy House, that you said oh, you yeah. read. Oh, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. I, st- I didn't finish it's in it. it. Oh, yeah. That was a fine choice. I'm really frustrated by that book because I got were, really bored. There's way too many characters. Mm-hmm. Every few pages, just let's start over with the who was the son of the person yes. we were first talking yep. about. But you know it's, it's a carry-on from the book before. So some of the stories are featured in her previous book. 
and some of the characters. So I think maybe she went into it thinking that we would all remember those characters. And for me, when I was reading it, I didn't remember all the characters. And then, like, I would get into a piece of the story and be like, oh, yeah, I remember. Oh. So tired. She's just talking about the book, and you're I like, no, so boring. I stopped. I was mad. Like, there were parts, there'd be this big thing about a suitcase, and it smelled like formaldehyde and what was in the suitcase. And then the guy decides he's like going to be a homeless person because he of the suitcase. And then what was in the suitcase? We never know because the thread is just dropped and it's onto something totally different. So, yeah, that was annoying. It's fine. But D&D was in it. Yeah, I just feel like yep. D&D is there. And kids is today love D&D. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So you watched some of Girls Season 3 with your son, Chet. Yes. I was thinking like that would be funny if he was came to be on the podcast. My child has a really hard time sitting still. It's like nutty. I don't know what it was this morning, but Chet was playing a video game on their phone. And I kept saying, I need you to go into the other room because sometimes there's grown-up stuff happening. And so Chet would go in a little while and then come back and be like, but I want to sit with you. So eventually I just let Chet sit with me and we snuggled and I explained what was happening in eight-year-old terms. And Chet was scandalized at a lot of the bad words and said a lot of the time that they're saying bad words. And I said, I know. Yeah, my girls love to point that out too. This is grown-up television. I think that's okay. But bless Chet's little heart. Like the the final episode, not to get into it too much, but there's a lot of things happening and a lot of characters are going through it. And we just snuggled and talked about it and it was great. What a little snuggle bug. Maybe you're entering into a period of equilibrium. I really hope so Mm because it's been real chaotic lately. I really still cannot believe that Chet watched Girls with me for so long. That's how I started thinking about the pirate thing. Because I was like, what if Chet came? What if Adam Driver did a movie for kids? When is he going to realize that kids' movies and voiceovers is probably the funnest, most easy work you can do as an actor? Well, that's how it looks to me. Don't you think that doing um, Star Wars is kind of that thing for him? Yeah, well, totally. So then I was like, oh, what about a pirate? He's a space pirate. Yeah, and then I was thinking, well... Since he was Kylo Ren, there probably has to be a lot of time in between Kylo Ren and some other like a different Jack franchise. Sparrow. Yeah, I don't He's see him in a Jack Marvel. Sparrow role. You don't. But what about a pirate in general, though? I totally see him as a pirate, and he could have like I've never seen him like with a full beard. I don't but maybe know if we he think, can have a full yeah, beard. He yeah, strikes sure me as the kind of that. person who can only have a goatee. I request, or what did that girl say about the, I'm, I'm asking. asking again, I want to see Adam Driver on This Flag Means Death. Okay, I'm, I can get behind that. <laughs> and we have a shout out today to give to Emma K, who uh, gave us a five-star review and wrote a review on Apple Podcasts. Hey, Emma, you're awesome. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Who are you? <laughs> Tell us more. We were psyched to see it. Very psyched. So, yeah. Any other news or should we start talking about girls? It's really hot. Oh, the weather. Our basement studio feels pretty nice. It does. We get hot weather here, too. We've complained a lot about the cold. Have you ever seen that? Is it a meme? There's a, <laughs> I don't really know. There's like a picture like that, that goes sentence. around like Minnesota. If you don't love me at my worst, you can't have me at my other worst. 
you know, because like, yeah, it's yeah. funny because yeah. it, and it has pictures of like Minnesota in the winter and then Minnesota in the summer. Peter's been saying this thing. Skiers are born in the summer. Hmm. And I think it's because they practice in the summer. Does he like go out on rollerblades? No. Have you seen people roller ski? Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't do that. Good, because that looks ridiculous. What's your viewpoint on walking with poles? I feel like I'm ready to die when I start doing that. You can just pack me up and put me in a nice flow. What was I ready to die over? Um, If you become a red hat lady. Yeah. That's another, you just shoot me now. And it wasn't filling out online forms, (laughs) even though that makes me want to die. I guess that book, The Candy House. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You have a Pulitzer and Jennifer Egan, and you're a great writer, but too many characters. Boring. I did get the Rob Lowe memoir. Oh, it's you're going to love house. it. It's in the house. I also have Jennifer Gray's memoir. Oh. Maybe you should read that on your Kindle. I might. I'm reading Chris Blackwell's memoir right now, but I'm getting sick of it. Do you know who that is? He, fi- hmm. he founded Island Records. Oh, yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, and it is good because he tells, like, I'm in the part now where he's working with Bob Marley, and I got through the part where he's with Nick Drake. He signed you, too. Like, he's worked with a ton of bands, and so it is interesting. And his mom and dad were really, really rich. He grew up in Jamaica because his mom had, like, a pied de there, and she, like, had love affairs with Ian Fleming. Anyway, he just has a very blessed life. He didn't need to run a record company, and I'm pretty sure he financed it with family money because it seems like they don't actually make any money. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so it's kind of annoying sometimes like because he just has this very man way of talking about his management style and how he just, like, has the right people working with him and he doesn't care about success or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, because you don't have to. You have, like, a shitload of money. That's kind of enraging. Yeah. So I have to put it down sometimes. But Jennifer Gray also has a shitload of money because her dad is Joel Gray. So I don't know if I'm ready for that. And then her grandparent was, this came up on uh, 500 songs. Oh. That Jennifer Gray was mentioned and Joel Gray is her dad. And one of his parents was like a vaudeville performer or something like a real old timey performer. I'm excited to read that memoir, though. I hope I get around to it. Yeah, I will. I'm just going to keep it until I mean, the library doesn't have fines anymore. So if there's a book I really want to read, I just keep it for a really long time. Well, I try to not keep it for a super long time past the due date. So, okay, I have printed out. I see that an episode guide. Yes, because I don't want to read it on my phone. Okay, that's good. So you, this is fresh. You just watched part of the Just season. watched two hours but of Girls. Did you watch some and then not some? And then like today you realized you hadn't watched the whole season? Correct. Okay. So I did this thing. I don't know what I was doing, but I was convinced I had watched all of them and then I hadn't. And so then I like just plowed through a whole bunch that seemed like they were Adam Driver intensive. I watched episodes one through four. Oh, I watched five. I skipped six, seven, and then I watched eight, ten, and then I watched twelve. Ten okay. and twelve. Okay. All right. I can probably fill you in on the other ones. If we go episode by episode, I think I can just tell you when I haven't seen them, and then you can okay. just do a recap. Episode one is Adam Driver's not in this one. Oh, oh no. That's Beach House. He's not in. Yeah. Females Maybe. only, it's called. Should we give like just sort of a a general arc of the season to start and then we can kind of dip in there? Yeah. 
It's more about their careers. Yep. I would say. I think they're growing up. Instead of uh, drifting around from job to job, they're getting more focused on their careers. I'd mm-hmm. say that's. I would what say else? that too. Hannah and Adam are a couple for almost all of it. Yeah. All and there's of it some really sweet, mm-hmm. there's some really sweet relationship things with them where they're, yeah, they're, they're nice in couple. a relationship. Yep. And all the other I like relationships that about this season. are kind of, yeah, theirs is the central relationship in the show. Nobody else is really in a relationship in this one. The rest of them are all kind of dabbling around the edges with different people. And we don't see Adam Driver being totally different all the time. He's a nice boyfriend and he's getting more focused on his mm-hmm. career and getting more, a little more, more serious. And more success, too. For sure. And we meet his sister. Mm-hmm. Okay, so females only is about, it says here that she goes on Zoloft, like they mentioned Zoloft in particular. I don't remember them saying that in the show, but she's medicated and she's in therapy and her and Adam are living together and Ray moves into Adam's apartment. He decorates it and makes it nice Clean. in sort of his Marxist vibe. Yeah. But really, the, that episode is, is really about Jessa, mostly, how she's oh, in rehab. Oh, because she's in rehab, yes. With Richard E. Grant, who I adore. You love Even that though guy. he's a horrible person in this show, I love him. Well, I like the girl. I think she was in Orange is the New Black. So there's a gal Kennedy. that Jessa's in, in rehab with who Jessa kind of torments, but ultimately, I guess, becomes her friend. In a very inappropriate way. But yeah, she's good. I like her voice. She's just cute. This is before Orange is the New Black. Is that right? Because also that we see Natasha Leone shows up in this season as well. Did you see that episode? I think she's last season. I think she's at the book party. Isn't no, she? No. She's the daughter of the woman that wants Jessa to kill her. Oh. <laughs> Beatty? Yeah, Beatty. So Jess is in rehab and... Not very successfully. She's just a jerk and mm-hmm. yuck. Doesn't She's take it just seriously. Just wants to icky. get kicked out. Episode two is called Truth or Dare. Oh, and this is when Adam and... I love it. Yeah, Hannah and Shoshana leave the city. They have to rent a car. And Adam's the only one who's old enough. So they have to get Adam to rent the car. And maybe is oh. the only one who knows how to drive. Lena Dunham drives later on yeah. in the series, and you're like, oh, she can drive. But I guess her character is from Michigan, and you probably yeah. would know how to drive. The girls are singing along really loud to a song, and Adam is just about to explode. And he does, and he just, like, hits the the <laughs> dashboard until the radio stops. I wonder if they had to pay for that, if that was, like, a rental car of it. It's a TV show. So that was really funny. I like that. And then they sort of awkwardly have to stay in a hotel room together Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's kind of yuck and adam is clearly the adult in the situation and is like when somebody tells you they want to be sprung from rehab they're drug addicts and they'll tell you anything and they're like no 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 we've got to help jessa like i really hope she appreciates what we're doing and he's like you're not being a good friend but he goes along with it anyway and yeah they take jessa out of rehab i like all of his perspectives on rehab and recovery and I like that that's part of the show. He's very skeptical. And he's right. And he's totally right. And I just don't like it when he and Jessa are together at all, just knowing what happens later. 
So then episode three is called She Said Okay. And now we meet Gabby Hoffman, Adam's <laughs> sister. She is a trip. She's really well cast uh, as his sister yeah. because she's so physical. Like, yeah. was this the episode that they went to the cemetery and there's... No, that's a different one. cartwheels I, and I stuff. Think this she is, did cartwheels Yeah, that's good. But I think this one is the one that's Hannah's birthday. Mm-hmm. And so Marnie puts together this birthday party for her because Hannah turns 25 and her parent... Isn't that that one? Yeah, Wikipedia, which I'm sure is wrong, says that her parents set it up. But like, they, how would they do that? Well, they, they do, but Marnie has nothing to do. So she organizes it and they oh, pay okay. for it. For Marnie, she just wants a chance to sing. Oh, yes. <laughs> her singing and it's career. horrifying. But the best part is her music video <laughs> to What I Am. Oh, I it's awful. That they brought that song back because it's such an obscure song, but one that I remember I, so Oh, my God. I had high school. Me, my mother hates Edie Brickell. Mom, shout out to mom. My mom hates Edie Brickell, and I had that tape, and I listened to it constantly, and this song in particular she thought was the most vapid song. Every time my sister and I played it, my mom was like, what is this? And I still love Edie Brickell, but I agree it is a pretty vapid song. Does she have other good songs on the tape? Yeah. The whole album is great. Really? No one remembers her now, and that's why I think it's so funny that she was brought up because it was also before any 90s nostalgia yeah stuff and i don't know probably judd apatow or somebody older because someone younger would never discover like run across her on the internet maybe they would but that was super funny and the video she makes is super embarrassing but everyone sees it and then it's on youtube and they're starting to get a glimpse of how the internet can go wrong (laughs) and supposedly she and charlie made it yeah so that's really funny. So Charlie, was he doing it out of spite? Or is this the season where Charlie disappears? Charlie's already disappeared. So and the actor, I guess, wanted to leave the show. I think he had a fight with Lena Dunham and he left oh. in a hurry. Like, I think yeah. what happened was in this season, Marnie and Charlie were supposed to be kind of the Adam and Hannah couple, like the really stable mm-hmm. couple that was together. But then he and Lena Dunham had a fight, so they wrote him out of the show. But then oh. he comes back. But anyway, I like that so episode I think they when, had to... they, when he is back. That's one I that do. I like. It, but it's kind of yucky. It's very, yeah, it's very weird. And... Yeah, so it seems like it's something they did when they were, like, in love and, like, he wanted to help her with her career. But it's just but the he most cringeworthy really, thing you've really ever seen in your life. taste in videos because it's so funny but it really captures marnie she has a beautiful voice but she doesn't have taste or you know she's not a cool hipster person she's too ambitious and her ambitions maybe overreach her talent but i don't know i mean i respect that she wants to sing and she's doing it although it's always really embarrassing how she's trying to do it but it does work for her putting herself out there and getting embarrassed eventually her music career does kind of happen Okay, so Carolyn's there. It's sort of about her. She's just this really aggressive, chaotic person. And she and Adam hate each other. And Hannah tries really hard to be the calm waters and help them have a relationship. And it never really works quite like she wants to, mostly because Caroline is just 
chaos. Like there's this one scene after her birthday party when they go back to their apartment and they're like fooling around and Hannah goes to the bathroom and she opens the door and Caroline is just standing there and she's only wearing a shirt and then she crushes a glass in her hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's, yeah, but they... she's great. Like she brings this, I really enjoy that character. I kind of feel like they lean on her when they don't really know what to do with the show, though, because mm-hmm. she kind of comes and goes. And, like, in this one, Adam is like, she's crazy. Like, don't even talk to her. And then later on, he's concerned when she goes missing. And she'll just drop out. And if your sister was, like, really missing for real for that long, I don't think you would just go on. It would still be a plot point in the show, but she pops in and out. Also has a really strong eyebrow game you know for sure eyebrows are something else she's got a lot of energy so hannah has this editor and he shows up really like high or something at the birthday party and gets in a fight with ray and then that night he dies apparently i didn't like this part because i thought the show was reaching for something dramatic to happen like oh here's a person here's another character we're going to introduce and now boom that character is dead. Oh, my God. Like, what's going to happen? So I felt like they were starting to lose their way, lose the focus of what to do with the show. I didn't feel that way at all. You didn't? No. You are fine with that. It moves the narrative forward because it means Hannah needs to advance her career in a different way. And there's this moment where she and Adam are really exploring their emotional depths or lack of because she's not really moved by the fact that he died. She's just totally driven to find a new editor but then they're all kind of thinking about what death means and they're 25 they're quarter century people they they're selfish kids who are just advancing their careers but they all have a moment where they have to stop and pause and think about what death means and they end up doing cartwheels in the cemetery and I really liked that episode I thought it was a neat little capsule it's a similar vibe to the wedding where Adam is at the funeral and he's kind of disgusted with Hannah for not being a real human being about it, which she's like superficial. She doesn't have feelings. Right. And she goes up to her editor's wife, which is surprising because everyone thinks he's gay, played by Jennifer Westfeld. Do you You remember her? No. She was John Hamm's longtime partner. She's, anyway, it's kind of fun. She's like a fun little cameo, but Hannah's just wildly inappropriate with her because she's basically trying to find a new editor via this widow during the funeral. And it's embarrassing to Adam. And Adam is far more appropriate than she is in this episode. Yeah, for sure. Episode four is called Dead Inside. So we find out that David, the editor, is dead. Oh, this is the funeral one. Jessa looks for the grave of her friend and her friend was alive. Yeah, And then... Ray quits the coffee shop, I guess. Um, no, Marnie quits. Oh, Marnie quits because they were laughing They're at her They're making fun of her video. So episode five is called Only Child. Oh, my gosh. This is still the funeral. Wow, this was kind of like going on for a while. These death episodes, I guess. And so her ebook is going to be on hold for three years. Yeah, she finds out that rights are not transferable. So she finds a new editor, but then her book, the content still belongs to the publisher, even though they're not moving forward with the project. So she kind of freaks yeah. out. Contracts, man. Yeah, you they know all about those. You. Yeah. <laughs> I know about them, but like I still don't uh, like to read them. I'm just like, oh, I'll just sign it. I can't read that. 
Jessa starts working at that baby clothes Like it's a baby boutique. The central like argument or situation is that Caroline and Adam are just like at each other's throats. And Caroline is undoubtedly a horrible person. Like she just she doesn't have a job. She keeps living at their apartment. She's like in their business all the time. And Hannah at first tries to make them make up and be the cool head in the situation. And she has this little monologue where she talks about how lonely it is to be an only child. And then I felt kind of sad because Chet was right there. And I was like, oh, yeah. Do you think he I'm sure he wasn't processing the whole thing well, Does she ever talk about mm-hmm. being an only child? Or? A lot. Sometimes on the weekends, Chet begs us to play with him because I don't have a sibling. Although, I don't know. Like, sister and I used to fight all the time. I don't know what's better. But anyway, she's telling them that as Caroline is accusing Adam of wanting to have sex with, his, with <laughs> yeah. her. And so, like, is that better? I don't know. Siblings fight. Yep. They definitely do. Yeah, but... and you're right. The physicality in that episode is really good. Like, they're at each other's throat, and she gives as good as she can get, and Hannah's just, like, kind of out of her depth trying to... I mean, I think the world can feel more lonely without that. You don't have a sibling who doesn't have your shared history of, like, your same parents. Yeah. You know, which is important. So then Ray and Marnie hook up. Ah, uh, so gross. <laughs> I know, the worst. Marnie is... Oh. Like, objectively awful. She's in the depths of despair, just kind of aimless. And so she goes to Ray because she wants him to tell her what's awful about her. Oh, I hate... This happens more than once in the series. Because it happens later. Shoshana does the same thing at a job interview. And Marnie shows up to Ray's and says, I want you to tell me what's wrong with me. Just be honest. And then he does... And then they have sex. And then Shoshana does it in a job interview. I'm like, you guys can't do the same exact thing. And this is not a thing. This is not a thing that happens in my world. I don't know. I don't know. I think Marnie's just lost. But the thing is, everything he tells her is true, that she uses people and she's too uptight and blah, 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 blah. But then she just continues to do it. So That must have happened earlier, though. Well, I'm so confused now because I thought... It was a result of that conversation that he was like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I want to sing. No, that's earlier. Yeah, that's that, when he's so they still with Shoshana. Oh, and they didn't hook up at that point. No. Okay. So that's yuck. Gross. And yeah, Carolyn and Adam have that fight, which is a good scene, I think. And they kind of end up on the couch yeah. together. <laughs> And then Hannah ultimately that same episode gets mad at Caroline and kicks her out. And then Adam gets mad at Hannah because she kicked Caroline out even though he hates her. And that's what he told her to do in the beginning. Episode six. I like this part of the show. It's called Free Snacks and When She Gets the Job at GQ. With Jessica Williams. I didn't watch this episode, but I was excited to see oh. Jessica Williams in a later episode. I like her coworkers a lot. If you, I don't know if you want to go back and watch an episode, but I like this workplace thing that she has going at GQ, which she totally takes for granted. And she says at one point she gets paid. I guess she accepted the job without knowing how much she would get paid, which is impossible because you would have to sign a paper that said it. In her check, she's like, it's so much more than my rent. So her rent is 2000 so mm-hmm. I can't help. You know, I'm kind of a calculator. I do the math. That was a great job, an easy job. She has a really nice friend, the guy who was in Francis Ha, and he befriends her right away. And that's what you need is a work friend. And it makes me sad and nostalgic about remote work and that we don't have a workplace. And there was also a New York Times article this week about the magic of your first work friends. But not even your first ones. I mean, your later ones, your work friends. It's a big community that is lost 
I mean, there's a lot of great things to say about remote work, and I'm doing that right now, but I don't feel like I have any work friends in the same way. I started going back into work, and it's improved my mental health immensely. Oh, totally. Well, work is just like social media. It's the way you are communicating. I've made the best connections when it was like a call, like a Zoom call, like with cameras. But there's a lot of emailing and Slack. And with Slack, it's like you can see everyone else, what they write. So it's just like the format of it just makes you feel left out a lot of the time and insecure in the same exact way that social media does because it is the same thing. I hate that. And it's really bad for confidence, especially knowing both worlds. Maybe if you're just starting your career. People are like so worried about people just starting their career, like they'll never know. But maybe they don't experience it the same way, but they probably do. I think it's really hard. My new thing is I go into work at least twice a week, and it's really made me feel better. I was really Absolutely. like unbalanced, I think. Yes, I think that would be ideal. Yeah. Because I'm remote 100%. And it really helps a lot with uh, managing having kids and their schedules, which totally. never lines up with work. And that's great. But yeah, there's definitely something. some benefits, but I function so much better when I'm in a workplace and I can see people's faces. I know. And feel their energy. Energy is important. Yes, so much. And feedback instead of like talking in a meeting and then just the silence. I can tell it bothers everyone just because everyone says the same things. They're like, silence, <laughs> no one said anything. Or, you know, just like you, you say hi and then no one says hi back. I mean, it's mortifying. Do you ever write violence, silence? Violence is silence. I should. I wrote that. <laughs> well, I know when we watch silence, I think that's what you put for our blurb. Yes, yes, it was our but blurb. You should sometimes just say that. Wyland silence. Wyland's the silence. Okay, so we're at her job, which is a super she's high paying job. She's doing advertorials. Yeah, she feels like she's selling out. Millennials don't care about that. I know, and obviously you have to make money. This is a cush job with free snacks. She could work this job for three years until her book becomes hers again and then shop her book and like start writing more personal essays during this time maybe about her workplace or whatever or about meeting patty lupone yes i'm just so mad about how she quits this job or she makes herself get fired did you see that in parallel is adam he auditions for a role on broadway and he gets a call that's back. an episode that i watched so that one's after free snacks oh of course yeah wikipedia is wrong it puts him in the same episode oh maybe he has, he has a call back the one that i watch and he gets the job in the one i watch she has this like sweet gig i mean a job she throws it away i think that was a mistake but i guess it wasn't meant to be so then the next one is beach house which you didn't watch and i love I don't... that episode though it's a little tiny play in itself it's I mean, all about friendship Elijah comes back in it, and that's nice. You didn't like that one? I now feel that it's kind of annoying. Really? I yeah. watched it myself, and then I watched it with my mom, and we loved it. Yeah, I don't know. But it's been years since I've seen it, so what do I know? I'm just tired of when they fight and Shoshana tells them. I don't know. I don't know if I liked it or not. Elijah right. comes back, and I like him. Episode 8 is called Incidentals. I watched that one. That's where she interviews Patty Lupone. And then in the middle of the interview, she takes a call, which is kind of a hilarious interview because it's an advertorial for this drug. The osteoporosis. That, yeah, yeah. And 
she's like, so Patty, how long have you had osteoporosis? And she's like, I don't. And they make up this whole story about how she has a hairline fracture in her ankle from walking her dog. And the dog is a French terrier named Pippin or Pepper or something. And in the middle, she has to pause because Adam calls her to tell her he got the part on Broadway. And then Patty Lapone tells her like it is. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say what she says? Go ahead. It's probably more fresh for you. She's like, you have to get ready because everything's going to change now. He's going to be busy all the time. He's going to be cranky. He's going to fuck everyone. And Hannah's like, I don't think so. And she's like, yeah, but he's really funny looking. And then she's like, well, the elephant man got laid a lot. There's a lot of freaks out there. And she talks about the stress of being in Broadway and creating intimacy with other actors right away. And then for the rest of the episode, Hannah's kind of like everything she hears people say about Broadway, she takes it personally that it's going to be like a threat to their relationship. It really throws her off and it messes with their relationship in not a good way. Because if she would have been a little more naive, she probably would have done some things differently later. There's some big mistakes that I think she made. Although they have a really sweet moment at the end of the episode where Hannah has to do this advertorial like a listicle about like 25 reasons to stay at the Gramercy Hotel so she gets a suite Mm -hmm. there yeah like and and she and Adam are in the tub together and she's like I don't want to sound selfish but I just hope I want this to be the best thing that ever happens to you and I don't want our relationship to change basically she's like I love you and he's like I love you too it's really sweet they're all in like they're finally in the same place and then everything around them is changing and we meet Desi yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who uh, is in the play with Adam? Apparently, he was on a TV show. Yeah, but, he was on One Tree Hill. But he seems to be broke all the time. God, I hate him. I hate him too. He's such a mess. Weird, needy. Ugh. Yeah, needy. That's Desi's deal for sure. But Desi is a musician, and him and Marnie start performing together they start an affair together even though he has a girlfriend and that's stupid too like ray just told marnie not to do that and she was like you're right i shouldn't do it but she does it's like she needs validation by fooling around with other girls boyfriends she talks about her dad at one point that he was a sex addict and then at one point she's like i'm just like my dad so i guess they're kind of doing a sex addict thing there adam's the sex addict for the male characters this comes up in a later episode mm-hmm. role play which we're almost to that's an episode that i made chet go into their room for <laughs> yeah that's a lot of sex and like disturbing sex yeah. so let's talk about episode nine it's called flow f-l-o didn't watch it so you've got to do that one. oh there's some good adam driver stuff in this one hannah's grandmother they're leaving new york when the characters leave the location they're at again i feel like they're looking for plots so I have sort of an automatic negative reaction to that in the jump the shark kind of way. So Hannah's grandmother is dying and in the hospital. So she flies out. Is her name Flo? Is that why it's called Flo? Yes, her name's Flo. Because when I first saw it, I was like, is this about periods? It sounds like it, but it's not. I can't stand Hannah's mom. I love Hannah's mom. Really? Okay. I don't like her parents. I love them. They remind me of so many parents. Her mom is just childish. It's frustrating to me. And her aunts are there. They're bickering a lot. Hannah gets into a car accident with her cousin and then apparently just texted Adam, car accident, 
And then he shows up there at the hospital. Apparently, he used Desi's motorcycle and rode the motorcycle to from New York <laughs> to Michigan. That's really far yeah. away. And like motorcycles, I mean, you can't ride on them as long as you can in a car, I don't think. I mean, maybe Adam Driver can. He just shows up when couldn't there be a follow-up text or a phone call like, oh, was it a serious accident? Because he thought she was seriously hurt. But it's a great moment for Adam Driver because it shows how awesome he is as a boyfriend. That he we would see do a lot, this. Um, a lot of really awesome Adam Sackler boyfriend moments this season. Really good. And then this makes me so mad. So he shows up. He is watching the mom and her sisters fight. Oh, and one of her sisters is in the movie that Adam Driver's briefly in with Adam Sandler. It's a one oh, of the Oh, you Bombach. watched it, the Meyerowitz stories? Yeah. Yeah, I did not. One I just like skimmed it. From that is in is one of the aunts. So they're like fighting, fighting, fighting in the hallway of this hospital. And Adam's just standing there watching them non-judgmentally and like not getting freaked out. And then Hannah later, she's like, I'm sorry that you saw that. He's like, that's enchilada night at my house. He was totally fine with it. What a great, awesome mensch guy. Like this is the Adam Sackler to love. And then Hannah's mom doesn't give him any credit for being there for Hannah. And then she's like, he's weird. Are you sure you want to be with a weird guy? So again, she's getting like bad advice about Adam. Oh, that's not good. Okay, so Adam is awesome. The mom is totally critical of him. And Adam also tells the dying grandma that they're going to get married because that would make her happy because (laughs) the grandma, it's revealed, has like told someone she thinks Hannah's a slut, (laughs) basically. So he's just really super awesome. So this is season three, episode nine. This is a super great Adam episode. He shows up in the hospital, and that's totally what he would do. Maybe I'm going to watch it tonight. Maybe Chet will watch it with me. I can't emphasize enough how sweet Chet was. Like, it was just snuggly, and we talked about all the different feelings, and I I think Chet might like this one. Awesome. I love watching adult shows with my girls, too. It's just fun. I mean, to be there with them, and then you can answer their questions. Mm -hmm. And then you can watch something that's more grown up. Yeah. I have never been able to get Chet to do that before. So I feel like we had a breakthrough today. He doesn't even really like watching things. Only like stupid cartoons Cartoons. and and YouTube. And Chet will just happily rewind the same segment that they think is really funny a million times. And that's watching TV for Chet. There was a point with the girls when they they wouldn't watch anything if it wasn't animated. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, it Chet's, has it has real yeah. people. So Chet's no, still in that. So this but is maybe like a big breakthrough. Some ways that middle stuff was just too boring. Maybe he just needs to go straight into rated R. <laughs> maybe I yeah maybe Chet was paying attention because there were so many bad words. Because at first Chet yes. would be like <gasps> bad word and like look at me and point it out every time. And then Chet's because they say fuck all the time. Yeah, I'm not a proponent of shielding a child from bad words because they're going to hear it from their friends. But whatever, how do you so. make sure they don't say it then? Because then Chet is always trying me. Like Chet loves. To like start to say, but, you know, and then say like, this is fun. Ha ha. You know, and yeah. Chet really wants. That's not appropriate. That's that. disrespectful. Yeah. And I also like make clear that 
this is not something you would say at school or you're going to get in trouble. But if they did say something more in private, then it wouldn't be as serious. But they don't. They haven't tried to push that with me. And I feel like maybe the openness, maybe they don't think that I would freak out enough. Like if they wanted me to freak out. Chet wants that little like emotional. Yeah. So he was captivated by the swears. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, I think, sexually, it's too much. Like, I think it's okay when they talk about sex in shows, but don't show it. Then you can talk about it. I mean, my girls, like, if there's any kissing or anything, they close their eyes. They absolutely hate it. They don't want to see it. Oh, Chet's Chet's really curious about it right now. I mean, all individuals have their own thing. Okay, so the grandma, at first they're like, oh, the grandma's fine. She's going to go home from the hospital, and then so they fly home, and then she does die. So she has to go back for a funeral. Episode 10 is role play, which you watched. Yep. So I made Chet go into their room for that one. Would you want to give a little recap of what happens? Adam's getting really busy and rehearsing really hard for the play, talking in a horrible Cockney accent. Oh, it's awful. And... I was walking over here thinking, like, I don't think Adam Driver can do accents. I just don't think he can. It's not a strength of his. In most cases, they're pretty bad. Yeah. So in their apartment, he's been wearing parts of his costume to, like, break it in and get used to being in character. And he's always reading. And Hannah goes out to this fun work happy hour, but she gets wasted. And her nice work friend takes her home and takes care of her. So she, she doesn't even text Adam or anything and stays out yeah. all night. That's so inconsiderate. I know. At the beginning, you see her calling him and leaving him a message and telling him to come be with her, which he doesn't because he's probably oh. busy with his play. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a little bit of vindictiveness and yeah. reason why she doesn't. She's kind of still trying to get his attention. Like in the beginning, when she was pursuing him, she would always do things to get his attention. Like if she slept with someone else, she would tell him. And mm-hmm. she still does things to try to get his attention, yes. even though she already has it and right. it just doesn't work anymore. Right. Like this whole episode. Right. She's trying to get his attention because he's saying, back off a little bit. I need to memorize these lines and I need to go to right. Ray's. He's very serious about his rehearsal time. So anyway. Dead serious. Yeah. She tries to liven things up with them. She has this gal pal moment with Elijah where they're sitting there and she's talking about she needs to make the sex interesting again. So she tells him to meet her at a bar after rehearsal at like nine. <laughs> they're like in their 20s. She's like yeah. 23. It's <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have to do that. You don't have to do that yeah. at that age. But She's 25 because she's already had her 25th birthday. Okay, and he's but, 25 because of yeah. the rental car. Yeah. So she's wearing this blonde wig and she tries to do this role playing where she pretends she's like this rich, lonely wife and... You know, she doesn't want to have sex with him, but she does. And she's this weird lingerie and she borrows Marnie's apartment. And Adam has this really funny line because he's like, where'd you get this apartment? And he's like, it's Marnie's, isn't it? It smells like air freshener and cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He kind of is intrigued. I feel like as an actor, possibly. And he's going along with it. But then eventually he doesn't like it. And it kind of reminds him of his... Like he says then that he used sex to not drink and that this was too much like that. Right. And that he doesn't need it anymore. Like anonymous sex. Right. Because he loves her and he wants to have a healthy relationship with her. And he's sorry if the sex is boring. And she's like, no, no, I was trying to do this for you. But it's all, yeah, a bid for attention because he's not 
she feels uneasy. Yeah, I just hate to see it, that she couldn't just chill, feel secure, and let Adam do his thing. I think that's the hardest part of being in a relationship, though. You know, when you feel like somebody is distracted by something that's important to them and you're not part of it, that's... Yeah, you feel threatened. Yeah. Until you're married. Then you're like, oh, sure. I'll call my friends. (laughs) I feel like, please go out more. (laughs) I know. It's nice to have space. I volunteered Joel for a trivia night with some friends of his, and now he goes every week, and it's great. Uh Uh-huh. You get a little... And I think it's good for him. I know. We have to, like, relearn to be around people after the pandemic. So they do this sex role play thing, and it doesn't work. And Adam Sackler talks about his recovery from addiction, which I like. Yep. And ultimately what he's saying is, I love you and I don't need this anymore. And if you need it, then maybe there's something wrong. And it ends with him saying that he just really needs to focus on his rehearsal and he's going to go stay with Ray. And And Anna is crushed. She cannot give him space. And he's really clear about it. I think he does a good job communicating pretty much. I guess she just needed more and more and more reassurance, but maybe there never would have been enough. I think in this episode, too, there's also a scene where she tries to go watch him in rehearsal and the director tells her she has to leave and she's Yeah, hurt. yes, and that would be super embarrassing. It's scary, I guess. I should not be too judgmental. Definitely a different stage in life. In episode 11, it's called I Saw You. Patty Lapone is back. I didn't watch that one, so you got to... And Elijah goes with Hannah because he's a huge fan. Lena Dunham was like a Broadway fan. And Elijah, he was in the Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. Yeah, and he has a funny little running bit when Adam first gets the job where he's telling Adam all the bars you're supposed to go to and like what the mood is at each bar after Broadway and people he should talk to. and And Adam finally is like, I don't want to do any of that and I don't need any more advice from you they never really say what Elijah was he in some kind of play dancing career I guess it's Elijah and Hannah more stuff with Patty Lapone. Hannah's big crisis is is she squandering her talents by using writing to make money for GQ ads then there's this art opening thing where Marnie's this girl she knows, Sujin, through Booth Jonathan, is opening a gallery because she's obviously super rich. Her dad is financing it. Marnie apparently does really love art. She's helping. Jessa comes by, and then we have Beatty, who is the artist, and Jessa becomes her assistant. I don't know if Adam is even in this one a lot. He's not in the synopsis at all. <laughs> and it becomes about Jessa and Beatty. Played by Louise Lasser, by the way. She's a big deal. She was in Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Did we learn about that on a podcast? Because when I was reading it, I was like, Mary, I know, I know that. I watched some of it or all of it or back when Netflix was DVDs, I think I watched it. Did you see there's one where they have a Netflix DVD where Ray gets Bridget Jones too? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I love the Bridget Jones. Speaking of Pride and Prejudice. A little bit. I think the first one yeah. is pretty Pride and Prejudice. She's cool. She's the artist, but she feels like she's invisible because she's old and she wants Jessa to assist her suicide. And she's I was also just like, one of Woody Allen's first wives. Wow. Yeah, she's like American royalty. And she's cool, but she hates being alive. 
If you're going to get someone to murder you, then it should be Jessa because she would probably do it and move on. And But once she takes the medication, then she wants to live again. Yeah, but that's that's a later episode. Oh, you saw that one. Yeah. So they're just getting to know each other, I guess. Marnie and Desi do an open mic. I think they're all really impressed. And this is similar to when they see Adam acting. They're like, you're so good. Oh, my God. You're so good. You're going to be famous. Then they see Desi and Marnie, and they're like, you're actually good. You're so good. You're going to be famous. And Shoshana, in her deadpan way, she's like, you're so good. You're totally going to be famous. I can't listen to it because female vocalists remind me of having motion sickness as a kid. That's stuck in my brain. I always think about that. I have a lot of motion sickness with my girls. We're managing it a lot, and I always think about it. (laughs) That funny line. I like that. They're finding their careers. And then Hannah catches Ray and Marnie having sex. It's just blah. Then the final episode. It's called Two Plane Rides. So Carolyn comes back, and she's with Laird, the mm-hmm. best person. And she's in pregnant. Yeah, he's the only the decent human, really. He's the decent human. And they're going to have a baby. So again, like big life events, having a baby. And then Hannah gets accepted to the University of Iowa. The Iowa Writers, Writers Workshop. Workshop. I've developed a pet peeve about the Iowa Writers Workshop. I think it started with, I tried to read this book by a woman, and she was writing about being an alcoholic. But like the beginning of the book, it was just like all about her being at the Iowa Writers Workshop and how everyone drank really heavily and like glamorized a lot of writers who were alcoholics. Hmm. And I could not stand it. Even in the Candy House, one of the characters is named Ames. And it just is too close to Iowa Writers Workshop for me. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm developing a pet peeve. And also that how like writers go to cabins and stuff to work on their writing. I just don't want to know about the process or the grad school. I just want to know the story that you have to tell. Oh. Like half of season four is set in Iowa. And maybe this is Do you remember though they wouldn't let her film it in Iowa? The Iowa they wouldn't let her I remember when it came out, I was really excited because I went to college in Iowa. They wouldn't let her film it on campus. It was a thing. I guess they just didn't like the association with it or something. But it was a big deal when she got in because there was like this little spat. There is a funny scene when she's talking about how she got in and Elijah's like, you're going to leave New York. And she's like, I'm going to be (laughs) bi-coastal. And he's like, Iowa doesn't have a coast. I like that part. This is a big break for Hannah because she gets fired at her job so she can get unemployment, I guess. I don't think that's a guaranteed thing. If you get fired, can they contest the unemployment? I think they can. She goes out for drinks with Adam and his actor friends, and she tells, did you see that? I didn't watch this episode. She's like, I got fired so I can get the checks. And everyone was just like, you did what? Why did you do that? Like, you're so immature and stupid, which it was. And they were not impressed by that. I guess it was fate because she's going to go to grad school. But she tells Adam right before yeah. he goes on stage. It's super opening. shitty. And that is a situation where she does make it about her. Yes. Like this is his moment and she did make it about her. And she thought, again, wrongfully that he was going to be relieved and it was going to be good news for him that she'd be leaving town. But it really threw him off and he was super mad. 
So we see him in the play, and that's good, despite the accent. In this season, is he in the commercial Mm-mm. for depression? Not in an episode that I watched. I think it must be, though, because once Hannah goes to Iowa, then they break up. Anyway, yeah, I, don't know. I, I love this Adam Driver moment. Do you remember it, though? Mm-mm. He does a commercial that's for an antidepressant. He's shaved no facial hair and he's like walking in a storm and it's like a super bad commercial and he's super embarrassed hannah's like yeah you did a job for money which is weird because that's her whole problem with her gq job and i think it comes out later that he made a lot of money doing it i think if you're on a commercial you get money every time it's on yeah, like residuals so, it's a good way to make money but i love that commercial i think it's super funny and oh, it's no, super funny it. to see adam driver doing this bad commercial i really like it i think that's in this season somewhere and let's see what else happens so well, you just watched it so you yeah so the one so it really kind of it's just a finale so they all come together at adam's play and they're all sitting in a row and everyone's kind of having i was talking to chad about and i was like everyone's having kind of a hard time so jessa is with bd and is helping bd commit suicide and then the rest of them are all at the play and hannah has a really cute dress and a really cute necklace on i will say Right before Shoshana has just found out that she missed a credit for college and is really angry and like tears her apartment apart. And then in the midst of it, Marnie comes over to confess to her that she was having sex with Ray. And then Shoshana like gets really mad at her. And then Shoshana says she wants to get back yes, together with at Ray. Intermission. Mm-hmm. It's too late because Ray already loves Marnie. Does he love Marnie? I think he does, yeah. Ugh, gross. And then Marnie right after selfishly telling Shoshana about sleeping with Ray, goes backstage and kisses Desi, who has a girlfriend, which is just shitty, and she can't believe it, and she's, like, gloating about it the whole time. And she gives him James Taylor's guitar Guitar pick. pick. It's like, where would that come from? She got it on a lot of money, yeah. She doesn't have money. I don't know. It's so dumb. (laughs) It was really dumb. I didn't like yeah. that. And then Cheesy. they watch the show and Elijah is kind of complaining at intermission because Adam hadn't even had any stage time. But then in the second act, he does. And we get to hear his awful Cockney accent. But he looks really cute in it. And it seems and like he's it's, really committed. And it seems like it's been really successful. And then they meet him at the stage door and he and Marnie have a fight. He and Hannah have Hannah, a fight. Yeah, he and Hannah have a fight. And he Elijah kind of skips off and goes to all of the parties because he wants to like meet and mingle and it seems like maybe one of the women in the play is kind of hitting on Adam a little bit like at the photo call she like kisses him on the cheek but really he makes this point that Hannah made the whole night about her by telling him that she got into the Iowa writers workshop and it threw him off and he's angry and everything is hard for them and it seems like they've broken up for good and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, real bummer. But and then it also she... seems like Desi's fighting with his girlfriend, Clementine, who's wearing almost the same dress as Marnie. And so maybe they're, well, we know what's going to happen, but ugh. And she's like kind of smiling. And then at the end, Hannah's sad about breaking up with Adam, but she goes back to her apartment and she looks at the Iowa Writers Workshop letter and she smiles. She's that prioritizing herself career over her relationship. Opportunities. She has that. And that's good, I guess. You know, it's not all about... Your boyfriend, but it kind of seems like she could have had both with mm-hmm. Adam until what happens in season four. I don't remember G-R-I-N. anything. 
M. Oh, I thought Grim. you were going to spell G R I N N E L L, my college in Iowa. But no. <laughs> Is that where they filmed it then? No. No, I don't know where it was they filmed like a it. Set or... I bet they didn't even film it in Iowa. There was something funny about the Iowa thing. Her dad was in Minneapolis and was going to just. So Hannah's in Iowa City. And she's like, my dad's in Minneapolis, so he's going to just pop over for dinner. But it's like, that's <laughs> a five hour drive. <laughs> That's the cute. Midwest is all, you know, it's a one-way mirror. We can see them, but they can't see us. It's true. That's how we live, for better and worse. Okay, I think this has been episode 28. Wow. We're getting close to 30. Well, we'll are we going to rate it? Are we going to rate yeah, Adam Sackler? Yeah, let's rate it. I think it's primo Adam Sackler. Okay, yeah. And we have a lot of Adam Hare moments in it where he's like, for example, right before the play starts, he's combing his hair and it's wet and it looks cute. Real physical, real cute. I love him at the audition when he gets the role and he's just kind of laughing. He has a lot of really cute moments. So I give Adam Sackler five stars for this one. I will give him five five combs as well. Coming up next, I guess it's season four of Girls. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.